I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And it is such a treat to be here today. Oh my God, it is actually such a treat to be here today. Jessica Zweig, how are you? I'm amazingly excited to be here. Yo, it is so humbling (laughs) to have you here. Oh my God, you guys are going to find out exactly why. So for those tuning in to Jessica for the first time, she's an international award-winning entrepreneur and the founder and CEO of Simply Be. Please check out Simply Be. What's there not to love about Simply Be? being anyway that's just my own little okay i'll stop in 2018 she won the golden stevie award for female entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur of the year she was previously named a top digital marketer to watch by inc magazine and she's a personal branding expert named by forbes so as a thought leader with over 10 years of experience in digital marketing and social media jessica frequently speaks and facilitates workshops and masterminds teaching the power of personal branding to corporations which include blackstone heineken nike red bull chicago tribune there's virgin brands there's banks it goes on and on and she is actually currently writing her first book which is called B, a no-bullshit guide to creating self-worth and net worth just by being yourself. Can happen. Dude, I love that. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Amazing to be here. I already can't wait to read the book. I'm just going to, like, put that out there. Like, I love the I'll title of it. the book. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I'd love to know, like, there are so many places in this conversation we can go, yeah. um, and it's a bit unfair because I saw you speak, so I kind of know a little bit about your story, but those tuning in don't. So, okay, I will keep it contextual. Um Tell us a little bit about your story. How did personal branding come to you? Like, yeah. where was this, why was this a thing and where did it come you from? You know, it wasn't a thing on purpose. Okay. It was a thing that sort of happened to me, you yeah. know, as most divine things in our lives are. They reveal themselves in the perfect moment to uh, show us our, our path. 
I actually went to school for theater. I went to college and got a degree in acting. So my background is is truly acting. Got a bachelor's of fine arts in acting. And then I graduated college and sort of stumbled into entrepreneurship about five years later. Okay. And I launched, I'm from Chicago. Mm -hmm. At the time, this was in 2008, when the world of social media was just beginning. Like Facebook had just left universities and anyone could use it. Twitter was all the rage. There was no Instagram. No one was on LinkedIn. It was really the wild, wild west back then. And I started a magazine. I started Uh a digital magazine in 2008 for women in the city of Chicago. And I just, you know, I met a girl at a day job. I worked a lot of side gigs as Mm -hmm. an actor and we became fast friends. We started a business together. We raised a private equity, about a quarter of a million dollars in equity. We, we wrote a business plan. We worked, oh. I sort of taught myself how to be a business person. Like I knew nothing when I graduated college, sure. I went to school for the arts and long story short, we launched this magazine. It's called Cheeky Chicago, which is a very Australian word. We don't use it very much in the States. It's on really Got a lot quick. of space for Cheeky. Oh, I be branded on my soul Yo. for the rest of my life. Awesome. And uh, we were the first, very first of its kind online digital magazine for women okay. in the city. And Chicago's a big city. Yeah. So we grew to about 100,000 organic local women readers. Dude, hats off. That's really something. Thank you. And we did it all through social. Yeah. Right? Like we cool. grew an organic audience by getting women who are, you know, connected through Facebook and Twitter to our magazine and on our mailing right. list. And we threw parties and it was like this epic 360 female brand experience that was all around living your best life as a cheeky girl in Chicago. Wicked. It was amazing. And that was about seven years of my life. That was how I got my real life MBA, as Uh I like to say. I mean, I learned in real time. I failed so much and learned and kept iterating and just making it up as I went along. Some people don't believe in the fake it till you make it philosophy, but I do. I really do because I did it. I'm a case study on what it can look like. And I think there's something in there that's really, really valuable for the listener is that, you know, there's so many people that are willing to dig themselves into debt to go to college and learn Mm -hmm, these amazing mm -hmm. things, but you can really learn by investing in yourself in the real world in real time. It's so true. I say that I got my prerequisites on Google. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know how to do something. I would just Google it and read about yeah. it. And I would actually be on the phone with like clients or prospective partners or whatever. And they'd be like, do you know how to give a, can you give us a hundred percent SOV in your email? And I was like, SOV, what's that mean? And I would be on the phone in real time, like Googling, like, sure, we can do 100% share of voice. No problem. Like <laughs> learning as I went along in real time. I'm not even exaggerating. And so it was at this very formative time of my career because, yeah. I, you know, Cheeky was this, it became this big deal. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, every woman, it felt like if you were in between the ages of like 25 and 40, yeah. you were reading our magazine. Like awesome. everyone seemed to know it. Like by year two, it was like every girl I talked to was a Cheeky reader. It was incredible. And so as face of this magazine... Uh-huh. I very much became a a personal brand as well. My brand began to grow because I was really putting myself out there to like network and hustle. And, you know, it is a a strong testament to what you just said about, you know, like applying yourself, you know, Mm. like believing in yourself. I didn't go to one business class like at all my career. I learned everything by doing and I learned everything by applying myself, surrounding myself with mentors, you know, people who believed in me, yeah. not being able, not being afraid to ask stupid questions. Uh-huh. So that was a, all just a contribution to my confidence and my growth. Like I didn't become confident overnight. Like mm-hmm. I, I've got a lot of experience doing what I, what I'm doing and it's never really been perfect. It's yeah. just 
always learning. And that's really how you become confident, I guess. Segway. So mm-hmm. when I left Cheeky, this was the sort of aha moment of my brand. And I, I mentioned this story in my talk was the, the ability to leave one business. I had ran it for seven years. I had a really tough relationship with my business partner. Things weren't as sparkly on the inside mm-hmm. as they were on the outside as a lot of startups, first time business owners are. Yeah. And <laughs> I decided to walk away. Actually, it was a really tough decision. It took me like a year and a half to make that decision. I, I hired a life coach. I invested a lot of money and Mm -hmm. time into giving myself the permission to simply be, that's where the name of the business came from. Cause I was really out of alignment towards the end of cheeky. It was very, uh, social like driven, you know, it was like, called a socialite for a few years there. I was going out (coughs) multiple nightclubs, you know, every week parties. I was invited to everything. I threw parties. It was like Mm -hmm. this lifestyle, this cheeky girl persona that I had really adopted. And I was, yeah. And, and if I'm going to be totally honest with you, I was not, I was not cool in high school and middle school. I was bullied. I was never a cool girl. I was never a pretty girl. All that stuff came like later in life. I like figured things out. I was literally like a, like ugly duckling that turned into a swan when I was like 23, literally. So I had a lot of ego and a lot of unconscious ego Uh towards those last, like the middle of the cheeky chapter, because all of a sudden I was this cool girl Mm. and all of a sudden I could get into any restaurant I wanted. And and I thought that was like, it legitimized me because I was really insecure underneath a lot of that. Right. I, I think, to some degree, we still, we struggle with it our whole lives. Continue work. Yeah. I'm enough. I love myself. Right. Yeah, and like, I don't need to be validated by anything mm. externally. I am, yeah. I am validated internally. And that was with a message, you know, that I got towards the very end of that cheeky chapter was like, you, this isn't you anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have sort of done this thing that a lot of people consider successful, but you're not entirely happy. Yeah. Why? you know great question <laughs> great question she just tucked that in there just like why but right exactly great question but that's the, the question that kept coming up in various uh, manifestations right mm. i was getting sick i was getting anxious i i wasn't this is profound that you share it this way yeah go on yeah i mean there were things that started to happen to me physically mm. um i got a chronic autoimmune trigger it, like started wow. to manifest yep. i was not uh, treating my body right mm. i was not getting along with my partner. Like there mm. were lots of things that were big red flags Yeah, that took like, honestly, an emotional breakdown halfway like through 2012, I believe for me to finally hear my inner voice. And I was, you know, sitting in a park meditating. I know that sounds so cliche, but if you can get the like image of me on like a grassy knoll in the middle of a park, like under the sun, and meditating, the opening up, literally, and then, and then the channel and the message comes down into your crown yes. chakra, and you are like, I'm all about right? that. Right? Like, you know, exactly. Me too. Ever since that point in my life, I'm like, all I want to do is have that voice speak to me all the time and be in constant communion. With me. And I have this little tattoo on my wrist says "Simply Be" that I'd gotten years before, as a reminder you know, this was well before cheeky was even a thing as a reminder to always be okay with where I am because where I am is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And that was the message. And it was like, okay, so cheeky is not something that you're going to do forever, which was a a revelation because as a first time business owner, and I'm sure you have a lot of, yeah, it's your baby. It's not even like something that's apart separate from you. It is you. It is an extension of your energy. Exactly. It's like cutting off your own arm to say like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, it was so out of my realm of uh, reality at the time, Mm. but the message was you will move on 
And when you do, you will go on to start your own business because I'm always going to be an entrepreneur. I know yeah. that about myself. And you will name your business Simply Be. And at the time, I didn't even know what that was business was or yeah. what the model was or what it did or who it served. But mm -hmm. it was like, okay, that's what I'm going to call it. And so the transition of leaving that business to start what would then become simply be, which was at the time, just a one woman consultancy. I was super burnout. I had a big operation with the magazine, toxic business partnership, money struggles, like not feeling well. I just wanted to like, was I say, eat what you kill, yeah. you know, just go off and do my own thing. And like, you know, be a contractor, mm -hmm. you know, and just get some clients. Yep. That's it. And so I did a ton of self work, decided to finally leave. Mm -hmm. And when I left the magazine, I made the decision um, by, you know, I told my partner, didn't go over so well. That's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> um, and I sent an email out to my network. Yep. And I BCC'd probably 200 people that I knew the best. And I put something up on Facebook about it. That was my launch strategy, quote unquote. That was my communication plan to say that I was leaving a very successful magazine after seven years yep. to go launch this brand new thing. Yep. That was all I did. And within five days, I'm not joking. I had over $20,000 of client work. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It, it was like crazy. And I was like, can I swear on your show? Yeah, you I can swear. I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Nobody even knows what I do. Nobody knows what I do. They just, or how I do it. Yeah. They just know that I'm associated with a certain level of success because I just built this thing for seven mm. years and people wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, wow. That's the power of a personal brand. Boom. And that's what set me on fire to say, if I can do this pretty much accidentally, how can I teach other people how to architect it? Yo. You know, because I had that seven, eight years at that point, building campaigns with the biggest brands in the world as our clients. Uh -huh. So I came up, like I said, in 2008, running this magazine, huge audience. We had hundreds of brands that were sponsors and advertisers of our, of our magazine. Yeah. And I was on the side of the business that ran all those partnerships. Uh -huh. So I was sitting at the table with Nike. Yeah. And I was sitting at the table with Coca-Cola mm -hmm. and BMW yeah. and Lululemon yeah. and all of these insane global brands who mm. are looking to target niche audiences in a compelling way to convert them. And they were coming to my magazine mm -hmm. to construct those campaigns in an authentic way yeah. through content, social and events. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I know some things now. 
I, I, know, I, know I didn't go learn yeah, some things. <laughs> I know some things now about personal, about yeah. branding, about of you do. branding. Yeah. And, and then as, you know, I kind of alluded to, I had, you know, a spiritual awakening mm. um, throughout those last few years of Cheeky. And I became enthralled with just this idea of authenticity. Like, yeah. be who you fucking want to be. Right. Your truth mm-hmm. underneath all of the flash and all of the stigma and the judgments and the fears and the ego. Yeah. Your truth is your magic. Yeah. Your truth is your superpower. Yeah. And if I could combine those two worlds of teaching people to unlock their magnificence through their truth uh-huh. and my experience and expertise, if you want to call it that with digital marketing, with the biggest brands in the world, that that's what simply be became. So that's, that's how I got into personal branding. <laughs> Simply being was just simply being the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Simply being was just simply being the whole time. Would you even know? It's <laughs> awesome. Dude, wow. What a story. Thank Incredible. You. What a journey you've been on. Still on it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, though. Thank yeah. you for letting me share that. No, you would. Thank you for letting me share, too. <laughs> well, I guess we're really like, deep into it because we a lot of no, info. That is incredible. That is incredible. And, um, yeah, so many points to just take so many ha- – I need hats. I need hair for hats. But um, but so many points to take hats off for just, you know, staying committed to the path of an entrepreneur and knowing yourself enough that that was for you. Um, and there is such a valuable piece in there for everybody tuning in in terms of vitally like the whole – this is my first creation and like being able to let go of something in and around that oh my God. Um, because the biggest thing you would have been letting go of, and I think you alluded to it very, very cleanly, which was your ego struggles a lot in those spaces. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. When you can think about how many people you helped orchestrate come to a magazine and then create the energy of that and the networks and the relationships and Chicago is not a small city. It's a global city. Yeah? yeah. It's a small city, but it's a global city. There's right? 8 million people. Oh, yeah. right. So yeah. on that level, like that's an incredible feat that you accomplished and having to surrender all of that um, mm-hmm. for what's next and just that trust. Yes. Like, that's something I'd love to have a conversation with you about. Totally. Like, tell us more about like that trust. Yes, absolutely. That's such a good question because it really, it, it was like abandoning everything I believed myself to be. Mm. And I had to hire help, you know, I hired a coach who I worked with for 18 months and I I was like really struggling financially. And I kept trying to get out of that relationship (laughs) by the way. Cause I was like, I can't afford this. She was like, yes, you can. I will make it work. You need to do the work. And I would give that nod to your listeners. Like investing in something like that is Mm. an investment in you and you are your most precious asset and life is hard and we can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. And so how do you find that trust? Find somebody else that that can put their trust in you or show you what that trust looks like, believes in you. And that was one thing that I did that was absolutely incredible. I really had to start doing me on my own terms. I was going out a lot. Mm. You know, I was, I felt so hungry and needing to be seen. Mm. And I had to like really unwind that and look at that and start like changing my lifestyle and spending more time with the people that have really, really mattered and really nourished me and Mm. made me feel like my most self, my Mm. highest self. Um, I also think too, if I'm going to just be totally honest, you just have to fucking leap. Like the trust will come when you 
fully step out of your own comfort zone and see your own power. There's this quote that says the universe, do not be surprised how fast the universe will rise up to meet you once you have decided. Mm. And I leaped. It literally felt like I was leaping over like a cliff and there was no net. Yeah. And all of a sudden, because I was so on purpose in my truth, even though I was scared. Yep things started to manifest quickly. Like things started to come and and I was making more money and I felt more freedom and I felt more like true, like like right high validation by the universe Mm -hmm. than ever before. And it, it, I stumbled and fell sure. And you know, not every client relationship was beautiful. My husband was freaking out that I was (laughs) like, you know, going off into my own with no security blanket. And he was going through his own job transition too. So we were fighting a lot. I mean, it was, it was real life shit, you know, but I think to answer your question about trust, you have to get still with yourself enough. Mm -hmm. Like cancel out the noise. Mm -hmm. Find a running mate. Yeah. Someone that can, you know, believe in you for you. Even if you have to pay that person, it's worth it. Yeah. And just, just jump. Mm. You know, your biggest expansion will always be outside of your comfort zone. Always. And that's what we're here to do is expand so that we can show other people the way. You know, I really believe that that's the work, the true work of personal branding. Mm -hmm. When you put yourself out there in such a bold, beautiful way and in service, Mm -hmm. Yes, you're helping people and up-leveling them in your world of work, uh-huh. but you're also showing other people what's possible yeah. and giving them the permission to do that themselves. Yo, that's like that Marianne Williamson quote that I love to love bits, it. which is just like, when I give myself permission to shine and give others to do yes. exactly that, yes. you know, when I'm liberated from my fears, others are unconsciously liberated from theirs, yes. you know, and that is everything to yes. me. Courage is what you're talking about. Is it part of your impregnated DNA? Is that something that's always been in there for you? Like as an entrepreneur, like were you always kind of courageous or is it something that perhaps there was, you know, you learned to lean into or you learned to cultivate over time? I I think I've I've been innately courageous. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go deep for a second. Yeah. I'm going to get real real. Can we take a couple more seconds down <laughs> in the deep? Like, yeah. Sure, we can spend as much time as we want here. Yeah. Okay, grab your snorkel gear. Here we go. <laughs> Take a deep breath. We, um, I, my, my family was was challenging. I had, mm-hmm. I grew up with, you know, somewhat of a dysfunctional, as we all did to some degree, right? No family is perfect, but um, my parents were still married after forty five years. Like, really glad they stayed together. Like, the nuclear aspect of my family is a huge part of my life. I'm very mm-hmm. close to my parents and my brother, but. Growing up, it was kind of a different story. It was kind of messy. And my dad had an anger problem mm-hmm. and really, um, like, would rage. Like, he'd, he'd, like, black out and rage. And um, my mom is just the sweetest woman and just didn't have, a, like, a backbone mean, like, in her body. Right. And my brother was sort of a disassociative kind of coping mechanism. Sure. And I was always the one that was standing up to my dad and took like a lot of, a lot of like heat for it, both like physically and emotionally at times. And, and I just, I don't, I think I just kind of came into this planet, like courageous. Mm. Um, I think somewhat by default, by seeing things that pissed me off when I was growing up and I didn't believe were right. Mm -hmm. And I stood up for myself as well as others. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, 
I got, I've gotten that feedback throughout my life that, you know, I have my best friend tells me this all the time. She's like, Jessica, you live bigger than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> and I so take that as a compliment. And it's not that I'm fearless because I do feel fear all the time. Uh-huh. I just have a fire in my belly. Um, I have such an ambitious spirit and mm-hmm. such a deep heart yeah. that I want to do things that change things. Yeah. Because I believe so deeply in them. So um, I think that's the root of my courage. But it's, you know, it's it's not something I, I want people who are listening like, well, I didn't come from that. I, didn't, I don't feel like I was born cur- courageous. Like, how do you become courageous? I, I think that you just need to, again, find something that you believe in so much that you're willing to sacrifice something. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. That was really beautiful. Glad we got deep. So there's a there's a question that's burning for me, which for those that are listening, I think it's really hard to not get around this. The fact that there is so much spirituality in your life mm-hmm. um, and you can see how that is informing your business decisions. Yeah. Can you tell us, like, obviously you had your awakening. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I'm going to ask an interesting question, which is, has that always been the easiest approach? With my spirituality? Yeah. Once you crossed over spirituality and business Mm. and said, look, this is going to be the way I'm going to show up in the world Mm. is my business because obviously personal branding is business and then obviously spirituality is who we are. Yeah. Um, Was it always a no-brainer that like, okay, business and spirituality are going to go hand in hand because if so, teach us how because (laughs) this is like the world needs it now. book about i'm writing my book about how we can show up who we truly are in your highest expression is your spiritual imprint right Uh that is your highest self coming through who you're being in the world today in this current incarnation of your body right and your name and your life and your familial path but we're souls right i mean that's i could go deep on that to, to answer your question, yes and no, right? So I could split my life down the middle. I could split my career down the middle almost mm. at this point, right? So when I was running Cheeky, there was no spirituality. Right. It was a toxic work environment. Yeah. We were broke and like struggling half the half the year. Uh-huh. There was a terrible energy inside my office. Sure. I was getting sick. I I was hanging around a lot of low vibe people mm-hmm. outside of the office. Yeah. And it was my spiritual awakening like when I told you I had that emotional breakdown on that grassy yep. knoll Absolutely. that I really learned how to communicate with the divine. Yep. And honestly, I don't make any apologies for that part of my life yep. at all anymore. And you know what? My business has expanded beyond my wildest dreams. Um, I have an all woman team. I actually have one guy who works for me, mm-hmm. mostly women. And um, I really lead my business with a ton of love and mm-hmm. woo, mm-hmm. and I attract the re- the really right client for mm-hmm. that. I mean, my my employee, one of my employees, tells this story very very often. Um, she was her first week on the job. She just moved over after being in corporate America for five years. She oh. was she was hired by my company, very different culture, and it was one of her first big meetings with a client. We had this venture capitalist guy come in. He was a client of ours. <laughs> And, you know, one of the biggest VCs in the Midwest, uh, in Chicagoland area. And 
I know this client well. We've been working together for a while. It was her first meet with him. And we were all sitting around this boardroom table and I had my coffee and he had coffee. Everyone was kind of like hanging out, getting ready for the meeting. And I had this little eyedropper full of this um, like Ormus Gold, which is this product that like opens up your third eye. And I literally was like squirting it into my coffee while we were getting ready for the meeting. Like just kind of being casual wasn't, you know, it was my, (laughs) my, my thing. And my client, Pete, he was like, Jessica, what is that? I go, oh, it's Ormus Gold. It opens up your third eye. Would you like? some and he was like sure and I was like Doot, doot, doot. And then we just carried on with the meeting. And my from my, my grace was like, where the fuck am I? So let me just pick my jaw back up off the ground for it's like, but like we have a thriving business. Yeah. We attract amazing clients. Uh-huh. I have an amazing team. Not everything is perfect, but like things are pretty fucking awesome. Like, I tripled my business in 2018. I'm on the path to double. We're expanding globally. Awesome. Like so much is going on. And it's because I swear to God, I, it's because I'm in my truth and my truth is my spirituality it is my path and it is my most highest and sacred relationship in my life to the divine Uh nothing is more intimate not even my marriage right like my relationship with that Mm-hmm. And so being very unapologetic about that in mm-hmm. my second company at, at Simply Be, I think has been a, an enormous key to my success financially yeah. and creatively and from a reputation standpoint. I mean, I have this philosophy that your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm-hmm. And it's such Love a that. like fun <laughs> quote, but it, yeah. it's got such depth because yeah. it's true. You are not going to be for everyone. Mm-hmm. You cannot be for everyone. Don't even try. Yeah. The people that are not for you, the like that's great. That's data for you to look at for one second and keep on walking. Yep. The more you do you, mm. the more you're going to attract your right tribe. And that's all you need. This is so potent. This is so, so potent. If you can wrap, because so many of us are struck in that, but like people pleasing mm. is such a common thing. Yes. It is such a common needing thing. Needing to be validated and like liked, mm. right? The fear of judgment mm. is so prevalent in that, especially in women. And how do you, how do you like, because how do you hold space for that? Because I imagine some people that are like allured by a personal brand mm-hmm. would be in that space of sure. wanting to please everybody, right? Yeah, and trying yeah. to attract the masses to them. Yeah. Well, it's it's really a testament, I think, to brand well, really good branding. Mm. I I can't preach my own like content and <laughs> methodology unless I do it for myself too, right? In my right. business. And we have a very strong brand position. Well, she could, but she chooses not to operate that way. Right. Yeah. Right, like, exactly. You could, but you choose not to operate that way. Absolutely. Which, you know, I think is a massive thing in our time and day and age. Like yeah. we, like people, the, just the transparency that the internet affords us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's now gotten to a point where, okay, like you can't be the exec that is like, well, you could be, but how successful are you really going to be being mm-hmm. like, well, okay, personal branding is important, but then not stand behind your own self right. as a personal brand. It's like do as I say, not as I do. And yeah. People like that fall flat. We don't buy into that right. anymore. And just hats off to the awareness and the courage and doing the work yeah. that it takes to yeah. do that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Of course. I mean, I, I feel most strongly actually about this, the brand simply be mm-hmm. showing up with everything that I teach people to Mm. do the same in service, authentic, Mm -hmm. clear, well-branded and designed. Like these things matter. It tells Mm -hmm. a story. And if you were to come to our website, you'll see bright yellow and you'll Mm. see pineapples everywhere and you'll see like really smiling, happy females. And like, (laughs) you'll see like a cheeky, fun tone. Like, 
And some people back to my vibe retracts your tribe philosophy will come to my website and be like, no, that's not for me. That's way too much like vibes and like sunshine and yeah. you know, too, who knows too much joy <laughs> Potentially, or like it's not corporate enough or it's not, you know, whatever enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so to your question of like, how do you just kind of get over that fear of mm. judgment or, you know, rejection? It's like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. People are going to judge you mm-hmm. and reject you. It's just life. Yeah. But not everybody is going to, especially if you lean in to what's true for you. And it's been kind of miraculous. Mm-hmm. The clients that come to us, because we get a lot of inbound inquiry. We're very lucky. We have great SEO. Yep. Um, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> but if you Google personal branding agency, at least in the States, we're like on the first page. You. It's, it's incredible. So we get a lot, a lot of inquiry. And Every single client that ends up engaging is a vibrational match. Match. It's branding. Wow. I believe in the power of branding. Yeah. I can see that and Um, I can feel that. Yeah. There's a lot feeling (laughs) going on right now. (laughs) So when you say like when you've got all these people coming in for personal branding, what is it that generally people are coming to be branded like for? Like is what's bringing them to want a personal brand in the first place? Great question. It's generally a point in someone's career that they are ready to up level. Uh They are transitioning. Mm -hmm. They're moving from one job to the next. Yep. They are about to raise some money and Mm -hmm. they need to up level their public profile and game and really intentionally architect it. Mm -hmm. It's usually at inflection points. Okay. Right. Um, Most of our clients are, we've run the gamut from Mm -hmm. life coaches to business consultants, to technology entrepreneurs, to real estate brokers, to, Mm. you know, mompreneurs. I mean, it's really interesting because I mean, I think that the work is universal. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone could use a personal brand. You don't just have to be, you know, Richard Branson. Like you can, you can be like an employee at a company Mm -hmm. and you should be managing your personal brand. If you want to grow, you know, if you want to have a path to upward mobility, knowing how you're being perceived, Mm -hmm. that's your brand. That's huge. So we bring, we, have clients that are coming to us that are, you know, first and foremost, just needing to understand what is the message that I want to put out. Uh-huh. And that's really what we're masters at. Right. Helping, helping them with that self-awareness. Yes. It's all about bringing you out of your, you know, head into your heart, getting you to be authentically you. Uh-huh. And that is really a sauce that we've kind of cracked the code on Yo. Um, with all of our clients. I've taught a bit about that at my talk the other day with the hologram. This talk was incredible, guys. But please, so oh, okay, if we're going to take a moment for the talk, <laughs> dude, the talk was there's been a lot of personal development, especially at like, or like coming to my Valley University in places like this. And the, the, um, the magic of the talk specifically, obviously, yourself, you know, and the authenticity and being your true self and allowing yourself to be seen in all your vulnerabilities and mm-hmm. then going, look personal branding doesn't have to be zing you know yeah it's like, that oh, yeah. dude like even in this podcast episode is a testament to that um but at its core like all these ideas because we're always handed so many things in the field of personal development mm-hmm. we can go do this i can set up my podcast i can set up a youtube channel i should set up a personal brand i should go do this and then i should next thing is do that i should be in a community of like-minded people i should you know there's all these things right. that we should consistently do and yes you should totally do all of those things right but where do I begin? Right. Where totally. do I start? Yeah. 
you know, and that sense of overwhelm that kicks in especially, which I know is true for a lot of these people that are going to be at university for a whole month, uh-huh. that overwhelm is palpable. It is real. I know. Your talk on personal branding and going, okay, this is what your brand is, this is what you represent, and it's just as simple as A, B, C, D. A is your choice, B is your choice, yes. C is your yes. choice, D is your choice. Yes. And, ah. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) The simplicity, the clarity, how empowered everybody felt because it was finally so clear and simple. Thank you. You gave people permission to not only be themselves but do what they love in order to express who they were. Sister. Thank you. Thank you. It's my life's work. I'm on a mission. Mm. I'm on a mission. I mean, I said that on my talk. If you have a mission, you need a microphone. (laughs) Figuratively, (laughs) literally. This is your microphone. This is your platform. You know, you can build that. You should be building that so Mm. that whatever your gift is, because we all have many, you need to share it. Mm. It's your responsibility. You weren't put here for for any you weren't put here by accident you know you really are here for a reason and i i just so happened to and again i faked it till i made it Mm -hmm. kind of kind of approach to my entrepreneurial career but i always had an instinct for messaging i always had an instinct for social media and an instinct for branding from a very from the very early on and then as i became more intuitive intuitive with who i'm here to be and what's true in my soul and heart Mm. It's like that that's all I want to do. It's all I want to share. It's all I want to help other people do. And mm-hmm. so melding those two worlds and it it is so overwhelming to think about how to brand yourself. You mm-hmm. really it's super challenging to do it in a vacuum as I say. And that was the point I make over and over again. I teach that hologram to everyone and if I can I'd love to just share some insight to oh, your audience and please. give them some direction on how they can think about it. Amazing. Um without going into the full hologram but we always I always ask my clients and, you know, people who come to my events, what are the four things? Because branding is an, an exercise in clarity. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. You can't be everything all day long. If you want to be known as an authority or an expert or, you know, have that platform be crystallized, you can't just talk about whatever you want, mm-hmm. right? You can't talk about 25 things a month. You mm-hmm. just can't. Mm-hmm. You have to pick four. I say pick four because yep. it's enough that gives you depth, mm-hmm. but it's small enough that gives you that concise clarity, right? Awesome. And so those four things, how do you identify those four things? Well, ask yourself, what are the four things that I could talk about endlessly? (laughs) What are the four things that matter the most to me? And what are the four things that demonstrate my professional expertise Uh and my humanity? That's really profound. That's key. Now, I want to go a little bit, uh, one layer deeper, and then I'll leave it at this. So I'll use myself as an example, as I did on stage. So mine are entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. women empowerment, yep. travel, mm-hmm. and spirituality. Right. Those are the four tenets of my brand, my mm-hmm. persona, my public-facing personal brand yep. that I want people to associate me with when they think of Jessica's Zweig. Uh-huh. Now, do I have other things in my life that I care Surely about? Surely not. <laughs> Like, wow, like, this branding thing right, is hard. Right. You've, got to, you've got to cut your life into only four parts. Exactly. exactly. It's like, I don't care about my husband. I don't care about my dogs. I don't care about my family. I don't care about my health. Right? Like, those are all huge parts of my life, too. But I'm not constructing those things in my message. Yeah. Because those 
those areas of my life, one, some of them are sacred, uh-huh. right? Like I don't want to talk about my marriage so publicly online. I have an amazing partner. The two of us have a really intimate, beautiful life together. And it's not part of my broadcast message. Mm-hmm. You know, I do know a lot about holistic living because mm-hmm. I've struggled with my health and I've learned a lot about how to heal my body. Yeah. But I'm not in the, I'm not in the crap. I'm, that's not my space. Yeah. That's not my expertise. Uh-huh. That's a big part of my life. And I could talk about it endlessly, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to talk about it to my community because mm-hmm. I want my community to be benefiting by my expertise and where I'm going with my business. I think that's really valuable. So that's, that's what I would challenge your audience to just think about when it's, mm. how do you become discretionally intentional with your four things? Well, I think therein probably lies a massive challenge for a lot of people, would you say? Is that where you interface in a lot of your work? Comes yeah, into play yeah. With I think if we, if you do your job well enough and you do infuse that humanity uh-huh. and you do make your true self, like spirituality is a huge thing for me. Women yeah. empowerment is a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Those are in cornerstones of my message. Mm. So I don't, uh, and my life and my soul. So I don't feel like I'm cutting myself off oh, because yeah. I've selected things that I truly am passionate about. Mm-hmm. So that's the key is finding mm. the intersection of your passion and your perception uh-huh. that you're going to architect yep. this message. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I'm basically the way I'm seeing it is you choose these areas which you're consistently curious about and you will always be growing in anyway. Right. And those are the four directions in which you commit yourself to give yourself full permission to grow publicly in and you still have your family life and yeah. everything that you still want to yeah. grow on and you grow in that as well. Totally. But these are the four things that you are going to be openly growing in, in sure. front of everybody else. As well. And there are plenty of people actually like in the Mind Valley community like Nitha and Ajit and um, Regan and Juan Pablo. Mm-hmm. Like they, like there are plenty of brands that are putting their relationships front and center into their businesses and platforms. But that also think about those two examples I just named. They're actually doing business together. Like they're co-creating a lot of products in the world. Mm. And, and yeah, they, that's a choice. They feel very comfortable and like open about their love. And that's great. Like God Mm -hmm. bless celebrate. There's no wrong choice. That's another thing I want your listeners to understand. There's no wrong choice. It's what's right for you. Uh What's right for me is keeping my relationship a little bit more private, Mm -hmm. you know, and making my mission and my, my personal branding and my woman entrepreneurship and empowerment more prevalent. Uh It's just a choice. I love that. So when we're talking about your personal mission and your empowerment, what's next for you? Well, while I was here in Croatia, uh-huh. I got news that I got a book deal. <laughs> Did you hear it here first? Maybe you heard it here first, but you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I think this is the first public platform I've announced it on. <laughs> you heard it here first. Congratulations. So can I can I dive deep a little oh, bit? Oh, bro. It? Grab your snorkel gear. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I. I wanted to go the traditional route of getting a publisher. Yeah. I mean, the self-publishing route's just as valid, and I know lots of people who do that very successfully. But I'm not doing it to make a ton of money on my book. If I do, that's awesome. But it's more about the like the, the credibility builder that yeah. I want the book to be. Cool. And so I decided a year and a half ago mm-hmm. that I was going to write a traditional book proposal uh-huh. and pitch it to a literary agent to get a publishing deal. So I wrote this proposal, basically like me and my Google doc, like for a year, like cultivating this thing. <laughs> Back and forth. One man. of the hardest things I've ever freaking done in my <clears> life. <throat> and finally it was done in March and I submitted it in the first week of April. I had a top New York agent. 
like she signed me right away. She was, she's, well, she was my number one choice. She told me it was one of the best proposals she ever read. I was like, Oh my God. Like, you, you just, you just never really think about it yeah. yourself in that way. So anyway, I, we had, four, I had four, four offers come in mm-hmm. and the one I really wanted is, um, sounds true. And they are a part of Macmillan and they publish Eckhart Tolle and I know, I've just been working Daniela with Port. for six months. Sounds I, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I heard about this. They're, they're amazing. They're amazing. Sounds true. It's like I've been fans of that brand and publishing company for years. And that's my own. And here's publisher. another reason to be fans of being in, because simply they will be happy dance. I can't say it, but I'm pretty happy dance. So that's what's next for me. I gotta write a book. <laughs> Yo, incredible. What an exciting process. Thank you. A whole nother thing to birth. A whole nother thing to birth, yeah. That's beautiful. Like a labor of love. That I'm is, so excited. Oh. I'm excited for your book. Thank I've you. Listen to you talk all day and, and just keep continuing. Now there's a book to actually inform principles and stuff. Yeah. And I can only, even just in this chat, just how valuable it is to sort of see um, the person behind the brand, but not even see the person behind the brand. The brand is the person, you know, and yes. just how cleanly you've shared yourself um, and everything that you stand for and the principles through that. I think I'm excited for this book. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. The only I'm... thing is now we have to be patient, huh? <laughs> you do. It's going to be 2021, spring of 2021, okay, cool. which is a minute. But um, I was like, it could have happened fall 2020, but I'm from the States and we don't want to muddle with the election. It's yeah. going to be a big mess. <laughs> um, I want nothing to do with that time the of the year. Election. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to avoid that. And, you know, but it gives me a minute and I've, you know, manifested a, a nice like long window to really write a book for my soul. I love my editor. She's going to be my creative partner in it. And I, that is what's next for me. It's, it's sort of like a dream come true. I've always dreamed of being a writer since I was a little girl, Mm. just trying to take it one day at a time though, you know, Mm. and just in a ton of gratitude. It's, it's a really um, overwhelming feeling, you know, when the universe does validate you that big. Um, And I'm just, you know, really conscious of always, like I said, in my talk, like, Keep your eyes on the stars, put your feet on the ground Mm. and never forget who you truly are because Mm. who you truly are is your power and all of the accolades and success and money in the bank. Like that doesn't really define you. Mm. Like you define you and and how you treat people defines you and, you know, how you serve the world defines you. Mm -hmm. And so it's an interesting thing to navigate as, you know, you expand. And I'm sure you have lots of people who, who are listening, who, you know, up level all the time. And the question is like, how do you remain, how do you never lose sight of your, of your true North, mm. you know, and never let it get too much to your head, you yeah. know, cause that's not a good look. Yeah. And I, I'm in that, you know, I just, I'm very conscious of just like, this is, if, if it went away tomorrow, would I still love myself? Mm. You know, would I still believe in myself? Yeah. And the answer is yes. You know, it has to be yes. Yeah. A lot of work goes into making that yes. Yeah. As bold a yes as you have made it. So thank you for all the work you've put into yourself. And uh, I do have one last question or a couple last questions. Um, The branding. Mm -hmm. The magic that has emerged from it. The little surprises they come along the way. I know how intentional you are in creating it, but there are little synchronicities, magic, surprises, little how much is that woo part of the inspiration of like, oh, my God, yes, this is great. <laughs> All the time. 
all the freaking time. And bringing that to other people's life, is that part of what drives you to do what you do? Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing more um, fulfilling to me than having someone cry and wake up in the middle of a branding (laughs) session and see themselves in a different light. And I literally have had so many moments, so many moments in the last two years of my life Uh where I've gotten feedback or someone has said something in a meeting or my employee has shared something with me about how the job has impacted her life. And I'm like, literally like, okay, I'm done here. Like I'm good. <laughs> like if I were to die tomorrow, like I've done my job. Like I've done a large part of my job. Uh, and that is true. It's like, it's really, it's really clear to me that I'm on purpose. Yeah. Um, I also feel like one of my dear friends told me, She's very spiritual too. We're like souls, mm. such starseed sisters. Yeah. She was like, you are here, Jessica, to connect and translate the fifth dimension to the third dimension. Right. Because so many of us are living, not you and I included, like in the third dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially the corporate clientele that are like living in a lot of fear, like black and white, nine to five, like, yeah. is you know, is this it? And I have such a clear understanding that, there's multiple realms Mm. and we are all here for a purpose. Yeah. And, and I'm yet I'm grounded enough in my way of communicating and Mm -hmm. my business is grounded enough as far as it's, you know, structure Mm -hmm. that I can democratize and create some accessibility Mm -hmm. through what I know and how I channel my understanding from a spiritual standpoint into the four walls of like a work world, Uh which is the third dimension. And she, my friend said that to me in the last year and I was like, I've never been told that before. Yeah. And, and so that it really stuck with me. Mm And every day I have the chills right now. I, I feel like that is my, like that is my responsibility, mm. you know, to bring that awareness and it doesn't have to be called the fifth dimension or spirituality or love or woo. It's just a, an understanding of your uh-huh. own self and yeah. a deeper level, uh-huh. like for those that are just new to it. Right. Yeah. And that is the work. That is, that is spirituality. Yeah. And so I, you know, it is in, intrinsic, intrinsically linked to everything that I do. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. And I guess while I'm on the thank you, I've got to thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Are you kidding me? This is my treat. My pleasure and honor. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also I want to take a moment just to thank you for all the little moments that go into the work you know, to inform the presence that is here today and the conscious conversation that we're having about something that has, you know, so much space to not be conscious. You know, branding is something that doesn't, you know, and this is a blessed conversation. Yeah. So thank you You're welcome. for all that work. And as always, wishing you, like, <gasps> all the best. <laughs> thank you. Always, you like, too. legitimately. And um, just before I ask my last question, for those that want to get in touch, oh. what's the easiest way to do sure. that? Sure, yeah, thanks for asking that. So I actually have my own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Simply Be Podcast. The Simply Be Podcast. I'm going ja- to download it. <laughs> you have to. Got some really amazing people on it. Awesome. Really, really powerful guests. All people who are being their own brands and doing mm. it in my perspective the right way, right? Awesome. With authenticity and truth. So there's going to be some incredible stories in there. Oh my God. So many. Yeah. 
I have amazing women and, and a couple guys coming on in the next few months. It's just a really great show. So that's Simply Be Podcast. You can find me on Instagram. It's where I spend most of my time. Uh-huh. I'm Jessica Zweig, Z-W-E-I-G, um, cool. just at Jessica Zweig on Instagram. And then head to simplybeagency.com and learn all about our business. You heard it there first. So last question, and by no means least question, Beyond the brand, beyond the skin suit, beyond the family, beyond the name, who is Jessica? I'm going to take a second to answer that. Mm. You can still find that answer. She's light. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Hey, tribe. Thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market